Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anchored Souls, a podcast for moms weathering the storms of life. I'm your host, Jacqueline Hyder. You're listening to episode number seven, Food is My Love Language, chatting with Kimberly Campbell on favorite foods, picky eaters, and true satisfaction. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Anchored Souls. Um, Today, I have with me Kim Campbell, and we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects ever, food. Yay. Who doesn't like to talk about food? Glorious food. Yes, indeed. In fact, I have an awesome story about a recipe that you gave me. (laughs) And it's a good one. So what did you bake it for? Well, I was wanting to bake a cake for my friend Dana, her birthday. And so I saw your post about that cake. That I did for our son's birthday. Yes, you did. And it looked magnificent. So I was like, yes, I'm doing this. So it took me five hours to make this cake. But it was worth it. It was so worth it because my husband even said, that is probably the best cake I've ever had. Now, what remind me the name of this cake. It's Half-Baked Harvest's Chocolate Caramel Cake. And it's Half-Baked Harvest is one of my favorite cookbooks that I love right now. And it's from her cookbook. Yeah, and I put a little sea salt on the top to go with the caramel. Because oh, sea salt goes well with everything. Yes, it does. Yeah. So it was awesome. So let's talk about food, Kim. Okay, what is your favorite food? Uh, Huh. Which day are which day are <laughs> we day talking the week? about? <laughs> what is your favorite fall dessert? Oh, because we're in mm, fall. Yes, we are in fall. My favorite fall dessert mm, might be um, like uh, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so trite when I say this. It's okay. Like a pumpkin spice kind can of be a, cheesecake. You're not or, talking about pumpkin spice lattes. No, here. <laughs> no, I don't actually. I like a pumpkin spice latte. Too it's sweet. okay, but it's too sweet. Too sweet. Yes. But um, like something pumpkin-y or like banana bread or something oh, yeah. I just that makes me feel warm, warm. and comfy. I, that's what I like. And that's what all good food does. Mm-hmm. It's a comfort. I mean, comfort food is. I don't think my husband knew the word comfort food till he married me. I'm like, oh, bud. I mean, everything's a comfort food. If you can eat it with a spoon, it's, it's comfort, comfort food. food. If you need it in a bowl, it's comfort food. <laughs> Um, he needs to meet my mother because my mom is all about some comfort food. Southern. Yes. Like roast beef with rice and gravy and mac and cheese and lima beans and squash casserole. So when am I coming over (laughs) for dinner? (laughs) Yeah. Anytime I was ever sick or like after I had my my children, she would bring us, that was her meal. Like if you are on her list of people to bring food to... If you're going to get a comfort meal, that's what that's you're going to get. So she get on my mama's good side. <laughs> I do. I do. We need to have coffee. We'll yeah, there go you get go. some coffee. Yeah. But living in the South, I mean, we do have, like, food is important. We do. And just the Southern twist on any kind of food. Talking to a chef here in town yesterday who says, like, his main theme of his restaurant or where he works is international cuisine with a Southern flair. So you have egg rolls with pork and pulled pork and cheese and collard greens and stop i'm like i want to go eat all of those (laughs) i know i know so what's your favorite tell me oh for a savory comfort food it's chicken and rice my granny grew (gasps) up just making chicken and rice and i make it now and it's delicious i could eat all of it i mean it's just so good you just don't want to stop it's salty it's perfect texture 
Um, and then I would say probably a coconut cream pie. I know it's not folly, but my husband makes a really good coconut cream pie. Oh, we might have to have a bake so off. So good. Okay. Because oh, I make Jersey. a good oh, okay. coconut cream bake pie. Bake off. My husband we'll loves. We'll do shrimp and grits. Followed by... <laughs> That's right, because Alex can make really two good... Two coconut cream pies. That's yeah. right. Well, you see, my husband, for the longest time, I did not know that this was his favorite dessert. Oh. And we've been married for 22 years, and it wasn't until about four years ago that he was like, yes, I wish you knew how to make coconut cream pie, because <laughs> I love that. And I'm like... Okay, how okay. did you be married? How were you married, like, I 18 don't, years? I don't that? know. I don't <laughs> know. So, I got myself a recipe for coconut cream yes. pie, and I learned how to make it. And yep. it's pretty good, if I do say so. I gave... Um, Love following food blogs and everything. So I found one on Pinterest and gave it to my husband to make for our, the anniversary of our engagement. Mm-hmm. We always switch off like and make special oh, desserts that's so for each other. Sweet. He made it like he's like I can't cook, but I can follow a recipe, and it was divine. I mean, just spot on, delicious. You have to share it because it'll make you sick if like you eat the whole pie. Mm-hmm. So now did he make but homemade crust too? He did not do the I homemade crust. Either. I don't. Well, I don't. why? Because okay, we don't need to spend all day Thank in the you. kitchen. I can make a pie crust, but why? When you have Pillsbury rollout dough. Yeah, that works just perfectly. <laughs> Perfect. Fine. Yes. Exactly. They are always in my fridge. Yeah. Pillsbury pie rollout. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll tell you one of the things I wanted us to talk about with regard to food is I'll tell you something I've been struggling with recently or that I've noticed about myself recently. I mean, I love to eat. Always have from the time I could eat table. Eat. I just yes. love to eat, and one of the things that that was just how, as our our family, um, that's how we would um, communicate. Sure. And I mean, that's yep. that. Those are some of the most I love fun language. Times fun. Yep. That I remember growing up, sitting around my great grandmother's table on Sunday and having a big lunch that oh, yeah. she prepared the day before because she, you know, was of the school that you, oh, you did don't not cook on Sunday. Cook on Sunday. Oh, so yes. she made it the night before and heated it up. Heated it up. I'm anyway, there. I'm Southern. I know. She would always, um, she would always make a spread and just, we would just all come and be there and we'd sit around the table for hours yeah. and it was just, it's one of my favorite memories. Oh, yeah. And then we would of course go into the living room and my uncle would get, he would turn on his organ or get to the piano and we'd sing and that's, that's just what I remember yeah. growing up. So those are just happy memories. But um, because of my love for food um, and I used to could eat whatever I wanted to all the time and... We're both over 40. We know that doesn't yeah. exist in It does not exist. Our Metabolism world. goes... <laughs> And you just can't do that. And so one of the things, though, that I've noticed, it isn't so much, yes, I do need to lose a few pounds and I need to tone some things up. Uh, Don't we We all? We all do. Yes. But more than that, what I noticed is that I began to eat my emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, and if I'm super stressed, I'm a stress eater. And so... Uh, and I want something crunchy, yep. so that's ice. potato chips. <laughs> well, I wish it was just ice. <laughs> potato chips, chips and salsa chips, oh, and yeah. cheese Guac. dip, guacamole. Oh, yeah. yeah, but crunchy stuff. Or I'll even do like okay, one of my personal favorites, Oreos, double stuffed, of course. Oh yes, and you know, and that's crunchy yeah. too. So, but what I began to notice was that I was going to those things mm-hmm. to get my satisfaction yeah. or to get my um, comfort rather than turning to the Lord, which sure. is what I should be doing. Yep. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? So mine probably isn't stress. Mine is comfort. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm having a bad day, I have two little boys. Um, and if it's been a rough day, I want my husband to pick up chips and guac on the way home mm-hmm. just because I need to, that, 
that de-stress or that com- something that's not going to yell at me. And do you say this in your head? I deserve this. I do. I deserve I do. This. We deserve a lot more than we actually think really deserve. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I think in some ways, I think God gives us good things to, sure. to use. To enjoy. So, but not as an idol. Right. And if we, if we constantly turn to food for comfort, we're saying that chips and guac or Oreos or whatever it is, Ferrer Rocher's, I love those. Um, those are better and those are more lasting than God. And they're not. And he's never wants us to look at his gifts and want his gifts more than he, we want him. Right. So it's, it is hard. It is hard to be in that moment and say, because you have to stop yourself. You have to say, okay, why am I eating this food? Mm-hmm. And if I'm eating it, I'm not going to say if I'm eating it for any other reason than to satisfy the craving of hunger that I have right now, then it's wrong. No, because God gives us food to enjoy. We, he could have given us one type of fruit, one type of grain, one type of vegetable, but he didn't. He's a God who gives us however many kinds of varieties of apples. Mm-hmm. Where in fall, you can get a hundred different kinds of variety of apples if you go to an apple orchard. He didn't just give us one. So he gives us food to enjoy, but not more than him. That's right. So. And that's a way to, to practice gratitude in that moment instead of food I just, and gorge yourself because you're stressed or you're wanting comfort. You can practice gratitude in that moment and pause and slow down mm-hmm. and not just be like, I've got to have three tacos right now. Tacos are mine. I love tacos. Ah, tacos are so, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so that reminded me as you were saying that, it reminded me of a story that my friend Carol told me one time she had been um, actually practicing a fast, doing a fast, and she was fasting from spicy cheese dip and chips. <laughs> that was what her fast was. And she had been to work, and um, she's a nurse, and she'd come home, and she was starving, right? And she did what I do often, and she just opened Open up her pantry and just looked and looked and looked, and then she went to the fridge and she opened up and staring her in the face. Chips and well, spicy cheese. Well, spicy cheese was cheese right stuff. there in the refrigerator. And she was. She said, I just grabbed it and I just grabbed the chips and I just started going at it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, I heard God's just still small voice in, in my heart say, you know, you go ahead. You go ahead and feed your flesh and you try to get your satisfaction. Yeah. But when you really want to be satisfied, I know you'll come to me. You'll come to me. Yeah. And I've never forgotten that because mm-hmm. it's so true. And I so sometimes I fail to listen to yes. the still small all? voice yes. <laughs> and heed those words. Because it's drowned out by the chomping of the chips. Yeah, yeah, that's that right. Hear it. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, what else about food? Preparing food for little boys. Uh, like... I wish that my boys really loved, like, the food I cooked this weekend, the turtle cheesecake, the Caesar dressing for the salad, the French bread. They don't. I mean, they'll eat it. You made all that this weekend? Uh-huh. We had a dinner party. Oh, okay. So I was like, we did you just do no, that? <laughs> no. I cook when my husband's home, and it's great, and I can, or when I'm home by myself. It's mm-hmm. really a therapy. <laughs> it's right. therapy for me. It's great. Sure. I love being in the kitchen by myself. Um, but... I wish they, I wish they loved to eat that, but they eat chicken nuggets. They'll eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. So a lot of moms will be like, how do I, how do I make, get my kids to eat something besides chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese and pizza? Yeah. You give it to them 
and you let them try it and you open their palate and you say, okay, we're going to have green beans tonight. Okay. Well, the next night you're going to have green peas. And the next night you can do another green vegetable or yeah. bring it. So you don't always give them applesauce and macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets and pizza. If you let them do that, then you'll be cooking two or three meals every night. And that gets pretty right. hard and time consuming. But it does. Can I give that mom out there, though, whose child only wants chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets and french fries? Because I have one of those. <laughs> um, so my kids are 18, 15, and 13. And you would think that we would be past that. No, still not. Now, my 18-year-old <laughs> and my 13-year-old will pretty much eat anything. Although, I really have to watch Leanna because she could eat a noodle at every meal. She is a carbo-load kind of girl, and she's as little as she can possibly be, and it will catch up with her one day, I'm After 40, like yeah. all of us. <laughs> um, but she could eat her weight in pasta, and all she cares about is put a little butter and salt on it, and oh, she yeah. just wants the pasta. She will just eat and eat and eat. I'm like, no, baby. Because butter and noodles... Yeah, They're really good. They are good. But I'm like, no, no, baby. We got we got yeah. some protein, <laughs> protein, vegetables, some vegetables. Fruit. So, but my JD, bless him. Um, so he, when he was a baby, he would eat anything and everything. And then, like a switch just got flipped at some point in his toddler years, and he got to where he only wanted certain. Like he had a very Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, sweet tea. Well, no, well now that's what it is. But it was like chicken nuggets and French fries. He would eat applesauce. He would eat peanut butter. He would eat oatmeal, and um, he would eat a hot dog, which, uh, and he would eat pizza, and that's probably yeah. it. And I would do what you're saying, which is I would make him something that I knew he would want to eat, mm-hmm. that he would definitely eat, so that he would not starve to yes. death. But I would say, okay, I'm going to put one green bean on your plate, and I'm going to put one of this, and bless him, he would do his best to be obedient. And I remember. Like time after time, sitting in the ta- at the table and him putting the green bean in his mouth and chewing it and chewing it and tears welling up in his eyes and then all of a sudden and he would just hold it in his mouth and he would try his best to swallow it and he would just throw it up. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, is it really worth it? Is it really worth yeah. it for him to eat a green bean? For that bean? anxiety. And that brings you know, a whole new thing awful. with food. So like, I want to say so. to the mom who's struggling with that, he's yeah. 15 now. And the only yeah. vegetable he will eat at this point, this is the strangest thing. He will eat raw spinach. Take Don't it. Ask me but why. But take it. How many how many ve- vitamins are in? Why raw spinach yep. of all things? That would be the last thing I would choose. But he will eat raw spinach, and his palate has expanded. Like he will eat steak now. Good. He will eat. Um, he ate fish one night, but veg- green vegetables. But you know, yeah. we'll, we got the raw spinach. So he is a healthy. 15 year old boy and he is not sick a lot and he is you know filling out the way he should and he is okay so if your children only want to eat certain things they're still gonna survive they're still gonna survive and don't stress about it and because i did yeah stressed no and my husband he remembers being in school and he was in a public school growing up but he remembers like being force-fed at like kindergarten or first grade vegetables Mm-hmm. And he's like, I never wanted to eat that vegetable again. So don't bring on the anxiety in your children. Right. It's, it's one thing. I mean, it's not the end of the world if your children don't eat broccoli when they're five. Right. So. Or when they're 15. Or when they're 15. <laughs> and they only eat raw spinach. Yeah. Someday, maybe he will like maybe other vegetables. when he meets a girl and she likes vegetables. Maybe, she'll, maybe, maybe he'll marry a vegetarian. Maybe he will. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Well, we're going to wrap it up in just a minute, but tell me one more thing about food that you want us to know. Food. 
it is my love language. It is how I love people. Whether it's birthday cakes, whether it's uh, meals, that is how actually making all the food for people and serving it to them. So when people love it back, it's really easy. When people don't love it, not not because it's bad food, but if they aren't foodies, and they're just like, oh yeah, this is good. That's really hard because I don't. I feel like it's a way of rejection. So it's Amen. it's harder. But I can identify with that, yeah, because I there have been times, and this was earlier in our marriage, but this is still true today. Like, I'll cook something, and I'll think it is just going to be mm-hmm. just so good. Like, it'll be a new thing, new yeah. recipe or whatever. And I'm like, well, so, babe, how do you like it? And he's like, it's good. It's because good. With high yeah. Pitch, oh, yeah. And you know it's like pitch. And I'm like, well, you may as well just stop lying to me I because know. I know that's not what you mean. Well, then like, go throw it in the garbage. <laughs> So I take it like rejection. Oh, yeah. So when it's really just a matter of taste, no pun intended, but, you know. Well, it is. They may not, but they may not love it as you, as much as you. And they may not be foodies to know how to talk about food and the different elements of Mm -hmm. it. But that is such a joy to be able to sit down with people who really love food and will sit around a table like you did growing Mm -hmm. up and sit there for three hours over a dinner. Yeah. It's nice. It is. It is. Well, um. I'm glad we got to have our little I know, chat. It's fun. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for joining us today and for having this little conversation about food with me. To our listeners, I would just ask, hey, would you mind sharing what your favorite fall food is or maybe your favorite holiday recipe since we're coming up on the holiday season? I hope what you've heard us talk about today in the midst of our fun conversation is that mainly how God has given us things to enjoy. He's given us food to enjoy. He wants us to enjoy time around the table. But we should never use those things in place of Him. Right now, I would just encourage you to go and treat yourself to maybe a cup of coffee or a nice scone or something fun and just enjoy some time sitting in God's presence. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Anchored Souls, a podcast helping women anchor their souls to Jesus.